Jessica. Joseph. I could hear that jewel pod. No, you couldn't. <laughs> you hear the fan. <laughs> wow. Always about somebody's addiction up in this here place. Off the elevator, people. That's right. Welcome back. This is episode I have no idea. Oh, my God. I think nine. I don't think so. I think there's one coming out before this one. <laughs> well, there's definitely one. There's definitely one coming out before this one. But you yeah. think nine is the one before this one? <laughs> I do. Maybe it's ten? We don't know. I don't we know. just we just do our thing. Does we the episode know. number even really matter? No. Well I think maybe if you get to a thousand, you can be like, Oh, special episode one thousand <laughs> Special episode. Why can't you be special episode ten? <laughs> Special. Maybe it's ten. Maybe it's special episode ten today. This is special episode unknown. Right. Cause guess what? We ain't got a clue what we're talking about. No, we have no idea. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter because usually we uh, figure it out. Believe that. So tell me about your week. Hot. Oh God, it was so hot. Hot down here in the dirty, dirty. Ain't that what they call? Uh, don't ever say that again. I don't even know where that came from. But I'm going to need you never. Hot down here in the dirty south. Uh, well, I don't have words for that. <laughs> Ain't that what the rappers call the Do I look like Georgia, a rapper? I don't Georgia know. and the south and all that. Why is it the dirty south? Can Ain't we talk it? about the connotation that dirty south has? No, not the appropriate podcast for that. But So is it is it is it negative? It ain't named for like Oh, down here we get, you know, dirty working. So is it like we get dirty because like, we nasty? Is it I don't like know. That? Hmm. I feel like we should Google that. It's hot down here in GA. How about that? <laughs> it's hot down here in Georgia. I feel the need to Google where Dirty South comes from. That seems very ridiculous. So it's been, it's been hot. Well, what have you been doing about it? I made it through. That's right. We, I made it through my vacation without going back to work. Mm, what have you been doing on your vacation, Joseph? Not remodeling, but redoing <laughs> the bedroom, the master. I mean, in, in this size house that I got, can you even call that a master bedroom? Uh, well, yeah, because it has the bathroom. It has the. It's the bedroom with the suite. It's the. That's that's the whole purpose that makes so, it the master because so it has the bathroom attached. So if it didn't have a bathroom, what's it called? Third bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. This says the term "dirty south" is a term of endearment for the area of the United States that includes much of the former Confederacy. Some people feel that the "dirty south" is rap. Mu- wait, wait, wait. Feel that <clears throat> "dirty south" is rap music that originated from the south it was said that music from the dirty south usually has a faster beat something you can dance to yeah <laughs> like, like, like little john and all them right uh, 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 okay I, I got nothing i got nothing for that just saying so so down here in the dirty oh, i've been God. uh i've been redoing the bedroom and the bathroom not remodeling don't get it twisted. 
I ain't got nothing tore apart. I mean, you didn't tear down any walls or nothing? No. Rip I, out the I carpet. did fix a door. but that, Yeah, that you broke. Yeah. Being a goofball. Yeah. It doesn't really count if you broke it. Yeah. Nonetheless. You just, you didn't redo the door. You That's what I was doing on my vacation. Nice. Uh, and that's what I was doing a little bit today before you arrived. And we went and ate lunch. And At the we, Mexican place. Or as my mama says, the Spanish restaurant. The Spanish restaurant. It was good. I had fajitas. It was. Me, you, and the wife, and my nephew. Little G. Whose birthday was the day. Hitting he, that. Tween. I feel yeah. like you can't call a boy a tween. Ain't it? I, I feel like tween is for girls. Preteen. Twelve. Heathen. Egghead. <laughs> not head. Not. Punk. I feel like they're all not heads. I mean, mine is a teenager and he's a not head. Right. So we had a good lunch, even though it did take a while, man. And I know. You were some kind of way about that. And, and if you're wondering what kind of way that was, as my husband usually is when I say that, he was a little agitated by the wait during lunchtime at a Mexican place, which is the only Mexican place around that's a block from the house right where's the next closest mexican house it's gonna be about five miles maybe yeah five additional miles yeah from the few miles we drove yeah i'd say we drove about a mile and a half if it was two i'd be really surprised Hmm. um so yeah i did get a little agitated Unnecessarily. I mean, I feel like you got you got to let it go sometimes. It's my vacation, cause come on, let's get this food out here. Got to eat. But you had excellent company. I did. G was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, my friend. Little G, little G in the house. I, I feel like he said three words <laughs> yeah, as he crammed was, chips in his mouth, and they was all smart mouth words. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I can barely hear him. <laughs> I just two so, kids. So. That's what I've been doing. It's been hot down here. In the dirty south. In the dirty south. ninety uh, something. I think it was ninety five yesterday. Wow. It was really, really hot yesterday. Yeah. You know, I make my uh I've been making a regular walk in the morning and that's that's about as best as it can get. Because right. the moment the sun comes up, it's like the seventh circle of hell. But, but you know, there's people that do that. I, that, I, I, I just well, there's people that work in it like you. Like, well, re, like I mean, it's literally the seventh circle of hell. Yeah. It, you can't even breathe. It's so hot here. When you've been doing it all your life and not trying to act like I'm tough, you just sort of get used to it. Like I was saying, this this room here, this room is hot compared to the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. There's something going on with that AC vent. And you have a slight sweat, but it is nothing like out there working in it. So, to me, this is like icebox almost. <laughs> you know what I mean? As I got the little portable AC going, a little Dewalt fan blowing next to me, like, why am I sweating? <laughs> well, 95 degrees in the shade is a lot different than 95 degrees in the sun. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But it's still the same humidity here. Okay, we are way down a weather rabbit hole. <laughs> down in the dirty. I mean, sorry, guys, all meteorologist on you. I mean, what, what is happening? Well, I mean, you know, we we, we can, uh, do we need to spin it? Because mm-hmm. I can tell you about them. No, negative. Let me tell you about my week. 
Wow. That is what happens when a co-host takes the host position just like that. I mean, she actually looked at me and started to grab the cord to my mic and was just going to jerk it away from me. I mean, somebody's got to take control of the situation. Jessica. We'll be talking about rocks and stuff in a minute. <laughs> oh, wait, that's a geologist. That's geology, yeah. Is it still geology in the sense of rocks if it's a meteor that comes from the sky? No, I feel like that's astronomy. Astronomy? That's my best guess. But now it's, now it's here on Earth. It becomes geology when it hits the ground. That, there but you go. It's a meteor falling from the sky, which so, makes that astronomy. So are the astrologists like running up on this meteor like, oh, we got to check it's it mine. out? And then the geologists <laughs> run up on the, on the meteor like, no, cuh, it doesn't hit the ground, cuz. I, I think of that cartoon movie with the little pigeons. Mine! Yeah, mine. or like the, like the movie... Uh, Anchorman, where all the oh, all, stop it! All the uh, TV channels showed up to, to battle to it brawl. out. Yeah, the, with their ch- with their chains are and the, their are, are the axes. Are the archaeologists and geologists like that? No, cause that come from space. Oh, cause it doesn't hit the ground. Well, there's no archaeologists there. It's geologists and astronomers. My bad. I think I'm gonna ease up on the astrologists before I say the wrong one. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I, maybe that's the case. We should Google that. I mean, what did we do before Google? Uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. No way. I used to have a whole set when I was a kid. Okay, okay, okay. So let's talk about the last time you looked at an Encyclopedia Britannica. I challenge you right now to spell Encyclopedia. I cannot. Go. I, I literally just said I cannot. <laughs> E-N-C-Y. C L O P E D. Now, first of all, I don't know if you're spelling it right because I don't have it in front of me. So, Edia, I'm moving on. When's the <laughs> last time you referenced an Encyclopedia Britannica? Man, I can't tell you. Probably that one I had when I was a kid. Those whole. Okay, set. what, 10? I was 10 years old. Is that what you're yeah, asking? Ten, I only had 10, 10 years old. Yeah, probably. Nah, probably 12. Okay, 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 okay. So, 12. 30 plus now, years ago. I didn't have the internet when I was in high school. So, I'm sure I did it in high school. <laughs> You're telling me in the 90s, you went to a school that did not have the internet. I graduated in, or I didn't graduate, I left school. In 90, let's see, I went to a Hank Williams Jr. concert in 94. I mean, my timeline, my timeline, the way I gauge it, uh, I remember having a broke leg laying on the couch <laughs> when the Olympics was on in 96, the Summer Olympics in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in school then. So I'm going to say I, di- I was not in school High school after 95. Okay. Maybe, maybe even 94. Do you actually know when the internet began? Since you just sit here and said you well, did not have the internet. Well, hold on. I think that could that could be... <laughs> that could be like in the infancy of the internet. What was it actually used for? 
I don't know that. So when it was available to the public, like remember AOL dial-up internet? Yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> I didn't have the availability at home and I don't remember and I'm if it was at school it was like maybe go to the library. It wasn't like we got it now. But you didn't go pull an encyclopedia. Well, sure. Like, maybe the school only had one or two computers. First of all, I literally just asked you, when's the last time you looked in Encyclopedia Britannica and you said 10 years old? Now you're backtracking and you say you were in high school. High school, easily. Yeah. No way. The, the internet was not that big of a thing when I was in high school. Yeah, it was there, but it was like... If you wanted to get on the internet, you had to go to like computer lab. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I ask you again: Do you know what year the internet was invented? I'm I'm gonna guess and say 1990, or when it was. I'm gonna say when it was available to the public because. No, I, you know, that's, I don't the, know. that's not the question I, I, I ask. I don't know. You want to take a guess? If you had to guess. 87. Not bad. January of 1983. See, and it was not available. I'm sure it was military use. I mean, I, I'm just saying that's when it was invented. Now, right. for me, I'm four years younger than you are. So, I had the internet. Um, not at the level we have it now. Right. Right. Um, I mean, we didn't have we didn't have cell phones. Right. We being like the general population, like there were cell phones, but right. Um, but no, I don't know. I mean, I, don't have, I mean, did we just? I feel like we just made a bunch of stuff up, <laughs> right? Like no, I no, my stuff would be crisp. No way. Crisp. My reports, my studies, my projects. You know, it's so amazing to me now because I've literally sat here and Googled while we talked. Right. Like, I have the ability to hold this mini computer in my hand and say, when was the internet invented? That's right. Or where does the term Dirty South come from? Within right. seconds. Exactly. I have something, you know, to reference, which is, for me, has been... Like, you forget what it was like before. Right. Like, can you imagine... Um, and I think about this sometimes, you know, when I'm in a meeting and we're talking about, you know, recovery and, you know, what the options were, you know, people literally had to physically write letters and physically visit people to spread right. the word. Yep. True that. You know, like they had like legit 12 step calls where they showed up at people's house and said, right. let me tell you about this thing called AA, you know, or right. let's talk about recovery or, and now it's like, hmm, wonder what, right? you know, I don't know. It's like, what, I'm you always, know. you know, I have books, books a million, like I, I just bought, you know, Drop the Rock. Like, I mean, I can literally look on my phone, put in recovery and find thousands of books and have them purchased and sent to my house with a swipe. I get a lot more from reading an actual book. Than I do, you know, looking up various articles or you know, like just for instance, down in the dirty. Let's say I was researching Robert E. Lee, mm -hmm. and 
So you Google Robert E. Lee, and there's just going to be piles and piles and piles and stuff thrown at you. Yeah, you have to sift through what's... Sift through. Here's a disclaimer. Just because it's on the internet doesn't make it true. Believe that. <laughs> believe Don't believe that. everything you read on the internet. So, but you made a great point. Information is a snap of a finger now. Right. Think about, and me and you had this conversation a couple of weeks ago, or you sent me a sermon with it in. Somehow you are correlated to what I'm about to say. <laughs> uh, how, how quick the access that we have to the Word of God now. Same thing. No other time like this before. Oh, I know. Well, was the sermon when he's like, you know, when people used to say, you know, the word, like, they didn't have copies of the Bible. They didn't have copies of the Torah, right. which we Google, by the way, is the first five books of the Bible. Um, and people literally, it was scrolls and things they had to memorize and things they had to share in a, in a memory fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was something now, I mean, now you, and we talk about this a lot too, you can literally read the Bible in countless translations. Right. You know, and, and I recommend obviously that. Just like, it's same thing with recovery. I, you know, I have read so many books and, and memoirs and biographies and just getting different perspectives, you know, because not all one way is right. You know, but being open-minded about it for sure. But that was definitely not the norm. So if someone knew the Word of God or they knew their Scripture, it usually represented that they were from a higher class or that they had some sort of education, which was looked upon differently from most of the people who didn't. Right. Interesting. And I need to research that and study study up on that. That's I'm intrigued by that. By what? Uh, about how we have such access to to uh, to the word. Well, you know, but, it, but and the crazy part is, is it's still not like that all over the world, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, you can't you can't go to China and, and with a. I mean, you can't open up your Bible on the street corner in China at a coffee shop and read. In a lot of cases, I mean, like they they're still things that aren't allowed in other countries that have to do with that right is it like that in china i don't i, I mean don't know. I, I feel well i won't speak of everywhere right but it is um looked it's not welcome like it is here right for sure um so the 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 question to me is just like what you just said to that everything you get isn't true Right. Right. So, it would also be interested to research and study the falsehood that is associated with how quick we can get the Word of God through the Internet. Well, I think that you have to be cognizant on anything that you read, right? So, if you're reading about something that you're trying to learn and you want to make sure that it's factual. Remember, years ago, went around this whole Wikipedia, like anybody could put anything on Wikipedia and it didn't necessarily make it accurate. Um, You know, I think it's more of a fact-based source now than it was before. But, you know, discerning what is appropriate literature when Mm -hmm. it comes to your faith, um, 
they always say, hey, it, it needs to be Bible-based, right? If you're going to listen right. or read something um, and, and that term, meaning the use of Scripture properly, and when I say Scripture, the actual Bible, right? and not just reading something about faith that someone wrote from their opinion. Well, and that goes to like what you was just saying in an area that uh, that may not be allowed or frowned upon and somebody's searching, somebody's looking for Jesus and they get something right that way off the internet. Mm -hmm. That person has no uh maybe that person doesn't have a mentor or any other any other material doesn't have an actual King James Bible. Uh how's that person going to know it's real? You see what I'm saying? Right. Well, I mean, they just it's they I can't speak for that. Right. Which has always been kind but of that interesting, kind right? about that question, right? Like to us we think that it's it for me it's hard for me to fathom that someone doesn't know who Jesus is. Right. Right. Um but I have to imagine that there are people in the world who don't have that access. Right. You know, obviously, I mean um but the the missionary you know, process. Process? It's right. not the right word. Movement? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, having the ability to share it, I mean, it, it's why it's more than 2,000 years later and we're still reading it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still reading the same the same things. Um, but, yeah, you have to be careful when you're Googling on the Internet. Absolutely. Because sometimes things come up that you didn't mean to come up. Well, and anything, so here, it's it's weird. Here's something that I thought about too. Uh, you know, I had one Bible app before, and I went to a different Bible app just because I like it better. You know, your Bible app has no Bible plan. Like I can't do any Bible plans on your Bible app. I know my Bible my Bible app is is straightforward, black and white. It's the Bible, yeah. like right. I don't know. Like I have a Bible. So, so the Bible app you have, so the people are clear. What is it called? Um, let's see what it's called. I don't know. It says Holy Bible, right. little, little brown Bible. Right. So, and it's it's not a fear, but I had that that Bible app before, and I'm not saying the Blue Letter Bible app doesn't. Do it. I'm sure that it does, but uh, when they update. Okay, so yours has a lot of devotionals and plans and stuff. I'm sure they're tweaking those and moving those. How do we know they're not messing with some of the word? Like, who owns this Bible app? Wow, I'm going to need you to fix your face, first of all. Seriously, who is running this? First of all, you can't change the Bible. What I'm, t- what I'm telling, this is part of the internet, just like you was talking. <laughs> so is yours. You, you have never thought that. Are you telling me that you've never thought? Not one single time did I think anyone putting a devotional plan on my Bible app is modifying the Word of God. Not you, one single time. You, you don't think that, and I'm not trying to get uh, what my tenfold hat on. A little bit. No, I'm not. <laughs> so you said if, it. If Russian hackers. Over there in Russia can shut down the pipeline. Wow. That there ain't nobody with the capabilities that's interested in messing with the Word of God. Why do you think that it hasn't happened? How what hasn't happened? I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) 
That's a whole nother conversation. I'm but not going to go down. This is the wrong podcast for this conversation. Um, well, I, I mean, it's something we use, right? We use these Bible apps. Yeah. To benefit us, to benefit others around us, to help us study the Word of God, right? Right. You don't think that's a possibility. It, I want your honest opinion. I'm not saying that, yeah, wholeheartedly. Well, well first of all, anything is a possibility. The devil will do anything. Anything is a possibility. The, yeah. That, I didn't say it wasn't a possibility. I said it's something I but never thought about. Nope. I just had that thought the other day. And you, so you switched to your quote unquote no, better Bible that. app because <laughs> no. you were afraid the Russians were hacking into <laughs> no. my Bible app and changing the word of. Okay, no. please don't turn the podcast off. He's really not this much. That is not what I said. <laughs> it's kind of what you said. No, it's not what I said. That is not why I changed Bible apps. <laughs> that is not. I come across this one. It was suggested by a friend. I checked it out. I, I liked it better. Okay. I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't change because of that reason. Are you going to ask me how why, my week was? Wh- why are you casting shade on me? <laughs> oh my God! Did I just throw shade? <laughs> yeah, you did. Like without knowing it. Oh, my friend Tammy would be so proud. In in all honesty, I think that's something that is logical to think about. Oh, I mean, I, I'm not going to say that people have probably haven't attempted to do it or have done. I mean, but it's not something that I considered. It's definitely not something I considered. I don't know why. I, my, that, I guess that here, would be my, my here, ultimate here's, question. Here's my point. Here's my point. Have you a paper Bible? Have you numerous paper Bibles? If you want a book, have you numerous paper books of whatever book it is you want? Because I know for a fact some jokers can change some stuff. I know for a fact they can. Well, I mean, I, I'm a wholehearted about um, having actual books. Um, you know, I used to go to this church where the pastor, you know, was really heavy about memorization of the word because you know come you know lord knows what's going to happen in the coming right and and if there are no bibles you want to have the word in your in your in your mind memorized so you you know in case you can't you don't have access to a paper bible right um but no i'm 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 all about something i i'm partial to my my paper bible it's just i don't tote it around as much as i used to um because i have that on my yeah. phone. But no, I never considered that someone was modifying it. But it makes sense, though, that it's a possibility, right? That well, it yeah, could I mean, be anything's done. a possibility. That it could be done. <laughs> but I don't understand why it's important. I want people to realize they need a paper Bible and don't rely on these Bible apps. You're really old school, homie. I think it's important. I know you do. To rely on, to have you some paper Bibles, some some real deal Bibles. If you want this Bible app to support, just be aware. I think that is a possibility. Word. On anything. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Jesse, <laughs> how was your week down here in the dirty? What in God's name are we talking about today? Holy gosh. My week was really well. We are celebrating. 
what my week it was my week was not really that crazy to begin with we are celebrating what are we celebrating we're having a good time jessica's one year i'm gonna call it anniversary i mean he's trying to steal my thunder y'all break it down go <laughs> i've been sober today 366 days what's today's date today is 7 30 2021 so my sobriety birthday mm-hmm. is 7 2020 so yesterday i celebrated one year sober 100 percent sober i love you congratulations i'm so proud of you thank you thank you very proud of you it was weird it was weird right so my mom calls and she's like i'm gonna come visit and i was like okay and she's like you're gonna get your one-year chip and i'm I'm like when she said she's gonna come visit i was like well why well your mama (laughs) had to travel tell them how far mama decides she's gonna come from where so from Virginia, Elk Creek, Virginia, which we had this conversation on another right. podcast. And she's like, because I want to see you get your chip. And I was like, why? <laughs> I was like, well, okay. You know, that's cool. You know, and then, I don't know, like the day before, like, I was just like, hmm. You know, and I thought about what I was doing the day before I stopped drinking. And it was crazy. And uh, I was crazy. And, you know, it just led me into this whole thought process. I mean, up into one of the things that's been on me, you know, with this is that I've been sober for a year. And I was crazy. Still, like, what I felt like was the same amount of crazy. (laughs) For probably 10 months of that. You know, right. like working through the recovery process and, you know, and it's, it's, I mean, I haven't arrived, obviously, but, you know, one of the things I realized is it takes a lot more than just not putting alcohol in my body. It just does. Like right. you, you can't just not drink and be restored. Right. Because if that were the case or not use and be restored. You, you know, and and we talk about it a lot. Well, we, you know, how long did it take us to, to drink the way we did? And how long did we drink the way we did um, to create that life for ourselves? And then, you know, to fight the way out of it. Right. <laughs> and then one day I was like, huh, I just feel a little better. Right. Um, but that was many, many months in. Right. Um, and then, you know, my mom came. So long story short, mom came and went to, you know, meeting. She went, you know, it was an open meeting and got my chip and everybody ugly face cried. And I got a bunch of, you know, cards and sweet things and people. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. I, I, I actually I actually teared up. Oh, Stonewall Jesse herself. I did. I totally did. And I was like, you know, everybody was ugly face crying. I was like, man, what is going on? You know, my mom was like, you're really, you're really popular. And I was like, yeah, no, you know, modest and all. I'm like, it, but seeing the way people see me, you know, and hearing the things that people have to say, I didn't, you know, I just didn't realize that they saw me that way. You know, and I, I obviously didn't always see myself that way. And, uh, you know, but having people say, like you did, 
I'm proud of you. And I'm like, that's weird. You know, (laughs) I'm like, proud of me for what? For, you know, waking up and not drinking, you know, and, and then you, like I said, you think that it's so much more than that. It's like, you know, I'm trying to exercise and that's, that's a stretch, right? Let's be clear. I mean, it didn't start out that way. I literally started exercising five weeks ago (laughs) (laughs) into this 12 month journey. I am this far. Um, but you know, just trying to to be a little better than I was the day before, um, because man, I can't. Um, I don't want to live like that anymore. Right. I just don't. And then, and it didn't change by just not drinking. Right. It just didn't. And and you know, I try. You know, I want to help other people, but it doesn't just change. Um, and part of that from our podcast before with with Steve, um, I got a little teared up on that one too. Yeah, Stonewall. Thank you. Stonewall. But I did, you know, because he, he referenced being, you know, a dry drunk for years. And my father was like that for the last four years before he died. It's like he was told he couldn't drink or he was going to die. Mm-hmm. Like his, you drink, you die. You know, and, and let's be clear for us, you know, a lot of times it's that way for all of us, right? We, we mean, it's death. There's some sort of death coming for us when we drink. Um but in his case, it was physical death. And uh, he was, like, super pissed off. Like, you know, and as a child, I mean, I was nine years old when he stopped, when he got sick and had to stop drinking. And he died when I was 12. But, it, you know, it wasn't, he didn't take it out on me, but I saw it, right? Yeah. And um, that was just hard. That was hard to hear from someone else. And being in the midst of this and seeing that it doesn't have to be that way. Right. You know, seeing people that go, oh, you know, where's their bottom? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, saying, what is it going to take? Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. But it, it it takes work. Right. I mean, you can attest to that. I mean, you've put in the work just as much as I have. Well, well you know, I got to see it firsthand. That's what everybody says. Everybody's right. like looking at me like I got to see it firsthand with you. And I was right. like, well, that's weird. I feel like a guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. So... It, I mean, the, I got to see it firsthand with you, right. so I touche. So, glory be to God, praise be to God. Mm-hmm. Right, hundred percent. Oh yeah, I mean, I've said it over and over again. God got me into AA, and AA got me to God for right. sure. Right. I didn't even know I could have the relationship I have. It's uh, at, listening to you tell about your your day. Of birthday, I just find that weird. Sobriety birthday, you are reborn. Okay, I just I explain it to me. Explain it so somebody else is listening. I just told you that's the way I see it. They okay. they call it that. I mean, no one's ever explained it to me because I didn't right. think to ask. But I mean, you're a new person, right? You are reborn. What what happens when you're born? Right. It is a birthday, so it's a sobriety birthday. Okay, I'm following. I'm following. Right. I'm, I'm going to call it an anniversary. Call it an anniversary. Who cares? Happy first year anniversary of sobriety. And then when it's your regular Stonewall regular, Jesse. <laughs> regular birthday, they call it a belly button birthday. So when you go, it's my birthday, they'll go, your sobriety birthday or your belly button birthday? Wow. I'm going to need some people to quit worrying about my belly button. <laughs> so... So as you're as you're telling about your day, your mama come down. Mm-hmm. You know you got cards. 
I did. Phone got, calls, text messages. You got showered. I did right. get showered. I got a handmade quilt from my sweet, sweet friend, Jen. Right. Is it not... Is it not wonderful? And, and maybe you haven't looked at it this way. So, as you're explaining everything to me about your day, I'm thinking of the action of the steps that I know, because I don't know everything, that I've seen God put in place for you in this journey of one year birthday. <laughs> did, did, have you thought about that? Did you think about it the day of, the day before? When you did, mean action, today? like like the, all the hard work? What the people that he put? Oh, for for you to for you to interact it, with, it's unbelievable. to help you, it's maybe, unbelievable. maybe for you to serve the situations. But you know, it, that it, goes, it goes all the way back to how it started, and I said that, and we initially talked on like a first or second podcast. Um, the only reason I ended up in an AA meeting in the first place is because I randomly called a friend I had not talked to in months. And one night, months, and had right. no idea she was a recovering alcoholic. Just chose her, and I didn't choose her by random, let's be clear. Right. No coincidence. God gave me her. Right. You know, to finding the most incredible sponsor, you know, my first meeting. She opened her mouth, and what she said, like, she was talking directly to me. Like, we, like, I, from the very first meeting, I was there. And uh, she, you know, she had 27, she has 27, she had 26 years sobriety. I mean, it was just, it was, I could not have manufactured it. Right. You know, all the way up to every one of the friends I've made. Right. For sure. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, I guess it's of the flesh to not a lot of times see the work God puts in. You know, I say <clears throat> God works, and that's what I mean. God is constantly working for everybody, putting things into action. You know, a lot of times I don't see see things unless it's something that's, you know, that I think's, you know, a miracle or something that makes me really happy. Right. But all the steps every day that God has put into place. I got wiggles in my pants, y'all. I can't be still. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, you know, it's the same thing I said. I was talking to my mom yesterday about it. It's like he knew us before we were formed. He knew our whole life before it happened. But he's given us free will. Right. Right? And so nothing that we choose, whether good or bad, goes unused. He's going to use, He's going to move all things, work all things for our good. You know, so when we slow down long enough to think that... Like, to really think about that and say that nothing is going to go unused, that everything is part of his plan, and that things are exactly the way they're supposed to be, gives us the pause to be where we are, which is something, you know, in addition to my sobriety birthday on the same day, I did my initial walkthrough for high school for my son. Right. And... It was crazy. I had this like celebration for my sobriety, and my mom was here, and then we ran to the elementary school for my little kid, and then we ran to the high school, and I'm like 90 to nothing, and then not able to be where my feet are, you know, but understanding that, you know, God knew what was going to happen before it happened, you know, and I have to go, okay, if I don't do this, it's going to be okay, 
or if I do this, or if I did something and I go, you know what, I did it. Right. It's okay. Um, because he knew we were going to anyway. Right. Even though we have, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I see yeah, what you're and saying. This is, the, this is the reference I gave my mother. I'm so sorry for this. <laughs> you ever seen Men in Black 3? No. I think it's 3. I could be wrong. I might be 2. No, I'm pretty sure it's 3. Um, Josh Brolin is in it. He's a younger Tommy Lee Jones. Really? You've never seen it? Not 3. I'm, I could be wrong. It could be 2. Anyway, it doesn't matter. There's this little guy with the little oracle in his head or whatever, but he sees the future in all aspects, right? In all, um, what's the word I'm looking for? All possibilities. Right. So it's like, okay, I see this guy's going to walk in the door, and, and if he, he's going to forget to tip. But if that guy forgets to tip the waitress, then it's going to set off this chain of reactions. But if he does remember to tip the waitress, it's going to set off this chain of reactions. Right. You know, that's kind of how I feel about it. It's like God's like, okay, you've got free will, so I know what's going to happen if you do this, and I know what's happened if you're going to do that. You know, and he's going to move it either way, but he knows. Right. I mean, does that make that's kind of how I, I see I, yeah, it? Yeah, that was a really bad example, considering you've never seen the movie. But right. she'd never seen the movie either, so I'm going to need y'all to watch it. I'm, you know, I haven't been watching hardly any TV. I know. Is it because yeah. it's Men in Black? Because some people like think it's really cheesy. It is kind of cheesy, but. I remember the first one. It's pretty good. They're pretty good movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the first one yeah. a lot. Um, but yeah, that's what I, that's what I think of because he already knew. Yeah, you know, it's and if we can just slow down long enough to be in the moment, we're a little less crazy in our alcoholic minds. So, so in your first year, do you felt that you slow slow you were slowed down enough oh. to see that? Not or, or maybe when. Not initially. Right. I feel like I'm being interviewed. Are you trying to interview me right now? (laughs) Um, I, it's funny because I didn't really notice, I noticed changes, right? But I didn't notice, obviously, you know, I mean, all the things that we've talked about and all the crazy that we've gone through and I've been, you know, but for me, it's a little different because I work a 12-step program. Right. You know, and I'm working through the steps and I'm dealing with my garbage and I'm, you know, learning a new way of life that consists of, you know, it's very biblical, right? That consists of serving other people other than myself. Right. Um, You know, but getting to a point where I can realize that I have to have prayer and meditation as part of my everyday life. Right. Um, and And it's not something that. When I say have to, what started out as I know I have to do this turned into a I need to do this. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, first I'm like, I know that I have to do this, which is how I spent many, many, many years in my active drinking saying, I have to do this. I have to read the Bible more, and I have to do this Bible study, and I have to be in this small group, and I have to be the leader of this small group. Kenneth and I did that. I'm like, I have to do all of these things to to be better to get closer right it wasn't it isn't like that now it's like i want to do it and if i don't do it i can obviously tell the difference so you you can uh when you can tell the difference how do you tell the difference in my attitude your attitude. Yeah, that's the biggest difference. If I have time to to be in the Word or to 
you know, pray or to meditate or to read or to do a Bible study or to just have quiet. Um, there's all of those things, and we've talked about that before. Right. You know, all those things that um, we consider worship um, or getting ourselves right. Um, prayer, meditate. I mean, that list, it's, it's all the same, right? Whatever it is that anyone does to, to put themselves where their feet are. Right. You know, to have a conscious contact with their higher power. You know, um, that's where the transformation happens. Right. But that comes, you know, I didn't have, I, it's so funny that I said that because I used to be like, I have a spiritual awakening. I had a spiritual experience, which was just like a compilation of little, little nuggets that God would give me. Right. You know, give but, us as we as we worship together, as we talked about it, showing us things and people who reached out, like just all of these, just like boom, 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 you, all these little nuggets. And in those moments, you was slowed down enough, you was close enough to God to see it, right? Yeah. And to feel it, you you was working on. Being but it was a, harder to make it last. You was you was working on being, just like you was saying, do all doing all that stuff. Yeah. Your Bible time, your prayer time in the morning. In yeah. those times you was doing that, right? Right. And I went to a meeting every almost every day and I you know, I worked the steps and I read the book I mean I I read a lot of literature. Right. I still read a lot of literature. You, you read borderline too much. <laughs> and and you know, and sometimes I think I have an obsession with the fact the idea of reading sometimes because I just keep purchasing books that I I mean I have a stack that I'm trying to get through. But sometimes, like yesterday or the day before, whenever it was, you know, I'll literally read bits and pieces in each book, you know, instead of just sitting down reading a book, you know. Um, but it's it's a process. And then, you know, I, I'm moving through the steps and, you know, you have to do the work and, and however that comes, right? You know, I put that on our Instagram all the time. You know, whatever that recovery looks like, you and I have a, you know, granted we have had each other. Um but we work it differently. You don't. Right. You don't go to a meeting on a regular. You know. You don't. You're not doing that type of program. But but for me, and one of the things I like, you know, when I try to talk to people about how do they not just quit drinking, but how do they live sober? Um, because that's what it's about. Right. Because it's really, you know, if you look at it, it's a heck of a lot easier to stop drinking than it is to live sober. Right. And um. It's you have to have a spiritual relationship with your higher power. For us, you know, that's Jesus. That's God, right? That's right. our, um, you know. But even for people who who haven't gone that far, can't grasp that, having the willingness to understand. And for you, it was easier, right? And I say not. Let me preface that statement. You had a very strong relationship. You had with with Jesus to begin with more than I did at the time, which is what helped me. Um, but that's how that's how you got sober was your conscious contact with God. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I had the in you know at the where I was, I was incapable of having that connection without using AA, and that's what AA does. Um, in my opinion, I mean, I'm not trying to spout any you right. Know, Right. nonsense or, or share things that I'm not supposed to or whatever but that's what it did for me working the program gave me the ability taught me how through the steps to have a conscious contact with God right and that is how you live every day sober 
Right. Right? If you can establish that, if you can have a spiritual relationship with God, truly. Because I thought, you know, like I, I went to church. Mm-hmm. I was in Bible studies. I was in small groups. I was all these things. I went on re- women's retreats and, you know, I loved Jesus and I still drank. <laughs> you know, I didn't have an actual relationship and I didn't even know how to do that. And that's what AA taught me specifically. Right. Um, and it changed my life. Absolutely changed my life. Praise God. Still changing my life, um, I should say. Because it's, you know, I'm not, I have not arrived. Right. right. <laughs> I just got through the first 365 days and, right. you know, the crazy and the, and the, you know, I mean, all the things that's happened this year and the sickness and the death and the, you know, jobs and the life and the kids and the whole thing. Um, but I can do that. Right. Without wanting to drink. Well, it- I mean, I think you made it very clear, though, that Jesse is going to be sober because of the King of Kings. Absolutely. You have 100% turned it over to him. So right. the So the foundation, the... And the, that was just one of my problems. Right. The, the foundation is always going to be the, from the time now all the way to when God calls you home. Absolutely. Well, a hundred percent. Yeah, and right. then he's going to continue. I mean, my sponsor says to me all the time, "More will be, more will be revealed." Right. You know, the more work we do, the more, you know, the more we push in, the more we deal with life and things happen to us. You know, God's going to continue to show us. Yeah. And He's going to continue to bring people in our lives that we can help. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything that I have been through, and even the things I haven't gone through yet are going to have the ability to help someone else figure out how to do life without using or drinking. Yeah. You know you you hear uh you hear a lot of people ask somebody, "Well, where do you see yourself 10 years or 15 years <laughs> from now?" And and I I normally find people's responses interesting in and of the fact I've done it before. So I ain't hating and I ain't judging that that we think we got some control in that. Word. You know what I mean? Wherever God wants me to be, I guess. And and, and I'm glad in your articulation of explaining your first year that you did not fray one bit from the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. And I'm proud of you for that. Well, that's – I mean, that's the root of it. I mean, yeah. I, could, I couldn't have – um, I just needed to know how to connect. Right. You know, so that's the best advice I can give people, right? If you don't have a connection or you don't know how to have a connection, you know, seek, ask someone, you know, maybe maybe it's for, maybe the 12 steps, right? Maybe it's not, you know, um, but, it, but it, it was for me, right? Um, and it changed my life and I imagine it will, you know, <laughs> it's like one day. I just woke up like when light bulb came on. It's like, you know, you go, I go to meetings and I hear the recovery and I, I'm thick skulled. I know that and I'm stubborn and I, I have to write things down and I have like, you know, pages and pages and pages and pages of writing that I do every day. Um, you know, kind of the same things over again and the promises and the things that say, you know, happens in recovery. And, and then one day I'm just like, huh. 
I um, I think I'm happy. It was weird. Wow. You know, it was yeah. weird. It was like, it's going to be okay. Because, you know, right? why wouldn't it be? Um, and I can help people. And I do have something to offer. And I don't have to uh, pretend to be someone that I'm not. Right. Um, and, you know, for someone like me, you know, maybe people can relate. I spent my whole life being something that I wasn't, whatever I thought other people needed me to be or thought I should be is what I was. You transformed. Alcoholics transform. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't do the little, you're supposed to do the little, the the Autobot sound or whatever. I can't do that. Come on. I I would consider myself to be a uh, below average impressionist. Impressionist. Below average, but I do like to try, and there's no way in the world. I, you're talking about that. There's no way. You did try. Yeah, there's that. That ain't even worth trying again. You um, know what I mean? But no, I mean that's um, and you can't. You can. I'm not gonna say you can't do it by yourself. I mean, look at my look at my dad. You can. You know, he did it by himself, and he was miserable. Um, You know, we don't have to do this alone. Right. We just don't. I mean, you know, for God's sakes, we have the Internet. (laughs) I mean, you wouldn't even believe the amount of people who said they were proud of me yesterday and I've never met them. Right. Um, from From our Instagram page. I mean, the ability to show other people anywhere in the world that they can do this just by doing it. Jesse runs our social media platforms, <laughs> and you do a great job at it. You really do. Yeah, it was my it was my excuse for not exercising, and now what I got? Yeah, you do a, you do a really good good job at it. So, if anybody looks on our Facebook or Instagram, what'd you say? Uh, Twitter. Twitter. We have a Twitter page, a Tumblr. Tum. I, I don't understand the Tumblr. I mean, I did it. I don't know. I'm just trying to be out there in all yeah. kinds of places. Which I don't have either one of those apps, Twitter or Tumblr. So I'm not a solid tweeter. Tweet, tweet. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called when you right. tweet. Not, not super great at that. Um, but I'm on top of the Instagram game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm semi on top of the Facebook game. Um, I mean, uh, Facebook personally is my preference, but yeah. So. So. She does a really good job on both of those. So if anybody is interacting with us on Facebook or Instagram, 99.99 times out of 100, you are interacting with <laughs> with me, Stonewall Jesse. <laughs> Do that. And not, uh, not Joseph. Tenderheart Joe. Ten, Tenderheart. Poor that, old cornbread. That would be my, my Indian name. <laughs> Tenderheart bread. <laughs> Tender, tender heart, Joe. Oh my God, you almost made coffee come out my nose. So no, that was um, yeah. So it's a lot of stuff. My mom's here. My my son is going to high school, which is weird. He was overwhelmed, and I was overwhelmed. I wasn't overwhelmed. I was just like, you know, ninety to nothing, and that was like. And then when I realized, you know, midway through the walk at the high school that he was overwhelmed, I was like, whoa chill down right um and that's something i i um i learned in sobriety right being able to see that 
being able to see other people in my life. And that's not because, and we had this conversation before, it's not because I was drunk all the time. But it was because I was self-absorbed. Right. <laughs> in my in my drinking. That it was all about me. And it was mm-hmm. harder to see other people. Um, and I don't, um, I don't struggle nearly as much with that. If I stay in the Word on a regular basis. Right. Um, and I was able to stop and go, okay, Jesse, he's stressed out. What can you do? And we sat down and we mapped out his classes in different colored ink on the map and walked through it a couple times. And we'll do that a couple more, you know, to make him feel comfortable with this ginormous school that he's going to. Um, but I had I had the ability to do that. And I, um, I'm grateful for that kind of stuff. Right. Do, you, do you feel now, but before... What was you? I mean, did you have goals? Are you are you thinking clearly now about goals? What leads me to ask you that is you talking about you're working out now. I know it's weird. Do you have? I don't have goals. Fitness goals. Um, so here's the deal. And says somewhere in the big book something about. Do you realize you just said I don't have goals? I don't, and I'm gonna, I'm going to explain okay. it. Okay. Okay. So I did. You know, it says, you know, as alcoholics, we changed our behavior to meet our goals. Um, and char- something about changing our goals. Instead, we change our goals to me, our behavior, something, our drinking, right? So, like, I had goals when I was younger. Things I want to do in my life. I want to go to college. I want to get married. I want to, you know, blah, blah, blah. I want to be successful. And I was all of those things, right? Um, which was never enough. And um, what am I going to do? And, you know, just nothing was ever enough. Nothing right. was ever enough. Um, if. And I said it to you yesterday. If you would have told me that I'd have been walking three miles on the morning, on that you know a year ago, I would have laughed in your face. Right. But that didn't come easy either. And that came that and that's not true. When I say it didn't come easy, it really is all about the willingness. The more I pray for willingness, the more God gives me. <laughs> you know, I. I was like, I don't work out. I don't like to work out. Like, who does that? Like, I mean, anyone who knows me knows that. And, you know, and then it was like, oh, it's about to change what I eat. And I did that. But then, you know, the weight doesn't come off as fast. And, like, all these things. And then when I started doing it, not that I haven't ever worked out before. I have gone through waves in my life where I worked out and, and did things. But I didn't get the same result this time right as i did before um i felt better i wanted to do it it was you know it was just different but i also um know that i'm different and uh so when you ask me about goals like i um i don't know i have not gotten to the place where i have felt sick i don't know if secures the word but you know, I go from I'm uh, just going to get through one day at a time. And I did right. that for many months, you know, that just drive you crazy. And be like, all I have to do is today. I'm like, okay, Joe, all I got to do is today. Um, and now I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at my week. Right. <laughs> now I'm up to looking at my week. But, um, you know, I have to realize that it doesn't matter what I want. I think it's very important to have the things that you want and to go to God and tell him the things that you want. I think the expectation of what he's going to deliver is where the difference is. You know, it goes from being, you know, a demand, from being a demand to a request. 
Right. You know, God, I want I want A, B, C, and D, and you have to deliver these things. And, when, and we may not realize we do that, but we do that. Like, and by say deliver, meaning we're going to make them happen in ourselves. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a college degree because nobody in my family did, and needless to say, I, I didn't. I have I have 124 hours of college credits, you know, and I don't have a college degree. It only takes 128. Right. You know, but I have I obviously took I took water aerobics. In case you were wondering. Wow. Yeah, I did a lot of crazy things in college, but I mean, all these things that we think we can do. Like, oh, I'm going to have a five-year plan, and I'm going to be promoted, and I'm going to do this job, or I'm going to have two kids, and I'm going to own my own house, and maybe you will. And maybe you can take those things to God and say, God, these are the things I want. Um, but at the end of the day, it's really about what He wants. So you have to say it's whatever His will is. Right. These are the things I would like to have. If it's your will, let me have these. And that's kind of more where I'm at. So I don't really have goals. I just have... Um, I want to be better than I was yesterday, and I want to share what I have with anybody who wants it, and I want to not be selfish. So, I just say, God, <laughs> your will, not mine, as many times as I can, and just give what use what he gives me. Right. So, that was to answer the, you're looking at me like I had 12 heads when I said I don't have any goals, because I don't. Well, I mean, you know, I wouldn't. Uh, trying to give you the creepy jeepies there, you know what I mean? I just no, it didn't creep me out, but I could yeah. see your your confusion and what someone like myself, because most people who know me or have known yeah. me or my personality type is, you know, I'm I had goal, I have things I so, want. So like in all right, so in your working out, are you just going to be happy with three miles every day? I am for now. Do you see yourself doing anything other than that? Yeah. And the only reason why I see it now is because five weeks ago I wasn't even doing this. Right. And if I can go from there to this, I'm sure I'll go somewhere else. Right. I did do sit-ups and push-ups, just saying. I did that. Right. Um, I did a 10-minute ab workout with Dane on the YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And he really, like, half heartedly did it and said it was bull crap because it was hard he's like and i was like well it's hard because we don't do it on a regular basis you know um you know but whatever um whatever feels right i'm proud i'm proud of you girl no i'm not running in a 50k for three of seven Mm -hmm. in case chad's listening not happening not representing off the elevator you never know you might one day we've no you might one it day. Got, true that. True that. Let, that's clear. If it's God's will for this older woman, no, no I can't. I, he's li- I can literally hear God chuckling when I say stuff like that because that's not, uh, yeah. Hmm. No. Interesting. Who runs 50K for fun? There is people that run over a hundred miles. I know, like they do the Iron Man thought, what, thing. What, what, I mean, is, what is 50K? That's like 30. What'd you say, 31.6 miles or something? I, I think. I ain't good with the numbers. Google. Uh, We're going to Google it. I think, Google it's, I think it's like 31 miles. I think. No, but I'm yeah, going to Google it. it. I mean, it's all we do is Google. But, uh, but no, I mean, yes, God, I mean, I would do. I. That's the crazy part. Like, being able to hear, and when I say hear, because I don't want to give people the heebie-jeebies, right? But 
it's an intuitive feeling when God speaks to you most of the time for me. It's not audible words. You know, it's not like there's a voice in my man's voice in my head talking. But you, you know, when you do things that align with his will, you feel it. And then you feel when you do things that don't. Right. You know, so the more that you do that, the easier it is to see when you don't. You know, so I like to say if I can walk in God's will, then I am more apt to hear him. Right. Say he might possibly want me to run a 50K, which is <laughs> ridiculous. And I can tell you right now, my husband's listening to this cracking up, knowing darn well that that is never going to happen. Well, um, we'll see. 31.069 miles, and I feel like Chad would have just spit that right off if we'd have been like, how much is the 50K? Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, yeah. So, that was my week. Um and then I got to do this with you today, so it's kind of like the icing on the cake. It's awesome. I'm uh. I feel I, like I talked a lot. You did. You stole the show. I did. It's I, all about me. I, you did great. Thanks. Congratulations. On my anniversary, first <laughs> anniversary of sobriety. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud for you. I can't wait to see what else God has in store for you. Yeah, because it's not just for me. It's exciting. It's victory. It's everything That's rolled right. into one in the praise of Jesus 100%. That's right. This coffee, bulletproof. Ugh. It's bulletproof what? The maker is bulletproof. So I went to Sprouts, y'all. Let's just be clear. Google, it's all about the Google heavy today. Farmer's market trying to find some tomatoes. Tell me how the closest thing that they consider a farmer's market to me is sprouts. You remember burgers markets? Oh. Burgers markets, you remember? Do you remember, um, well, you lived in Marietta. What was that other place on Cobb Parkway where the big chicken was? They consider uh, that a farmer's market, too. I don't know where that was. I don't know what that was. I don't remember it. I remember a burgers market on South Cobb Drive. There was a burger mark, burgers market on Canton Road. But when I think of farm, when I think of farmers market, I think of like stand with like vegetables and. That's what burgers market right. was. I it's don't not know. a Sprouts, which is like a Whole Foods. This was like a chain of farmers farmers oh. market type. You've had to see. I know I have. I mean, but it may just be a down in the dirty thing. Oh my god! You know, down in Georgia, you have to stop saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying. But anyway, so I went into Sprouts and I'm like. And I was in Destin. I bought that coffee for us at uh, Healthy Market. I don't know. It was another, whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. Another place like that. And uh, I went in the Sprouts. And the only thing that, I mean, I a, most of them were whole beans. And I don't know about you, but I don't have a bean crusher. Right. So I'm like, bulletproof. And it was called The Mentalist. The Mentalist. It was like medium roast, yeah. right? Yeah, um, it's medium. Nutty and... Rich, I think. It, yeah, rich you know, and nutty. Um, I was like, mentalist? Bulletproof? I mean, it had me at the name. Right. <clears throat> Solid one. I'm going to give it a... If you give it more than that, it's a lot. Well, you are drinking yours black. Did you drink it all? I did. I, I was actually, going to try it black, but I put I, cream and Splenda in mine, but I, it is weak. I actually drank 
a cup and a half to sort of keep my throat moist as I was talking. Which is about the only thing it was good for. Right. One. Yeah. One. Bad. Uh, what are you going to do with the rest of it? Uh, let Coney drink it. <laughs> Coney's not going to drink it. <laughs> Maybe we should try doubling it and see if it makes it worth drinking. It's really like stale. If you can imagine, that's what it reminds yeah, me of. Like, we'll try that next time. You know, like it's stale coffee that's right. been open. We had that whole conversation. You were like, coffee doesn't go stale. And I was like, yes, it does. Ta da! A one. Solid one. A one. So that one, we actually agreed. We did. Oh, garbage. One. Whoa, cuh. It's garbage. You're going to tell me that coffee wasn't garbage? But I don't think you got to be that extreme. <laughs> I was so excited about it. And I, mean, I was like, man, that sucked. Garbage. Miss one year sober and all of a sudden. I know. So negative. I was all this negative talk. Look, I need a redemption on my on my impression. Oh, my God. Here we go. The tra- You cannot challenge me to do an impression. <laughs> People know this. All because right. Are we doing the al- alcoholics transform? No, no. So, Are you going to? Listen, I, I know what you're going to do. You can't do Dusty Roads. No, no. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to correlate with the podcast because you asked me to do the Transformers noise, you know, when they transform. Right. Okay. So it's going to be in correlation with the Transformers. Remember, All right, y'all. Uh, remember, y'all the, remember the movie, right? Which one? I think it's Transformers 1. I think. The very first one. I think. It's either one or two. But you remember. After 9-11, when George Bush gave his speech, and at the end he said, let's roll. Mm-hmm. So you remember in the Transformers <laughs> movie, I'm watching the Transformers movie, and I think Optimus Prime done got his tail whooped. You know what I mean? They had to help fix him and bring him back up and this and that or, or whatever happened. That might not have been the scenario, but there's a part where Optimus Prime you know, gets up and gives his speech, and he's like, Transformers. Let's roll. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to do that. Stop it. All right. Let's hear it. All right, you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Never mind. I send can't do it. Send the mood. You're not going to send the mood? You got me laughing now. <laughs> Sorry. Y'all, y'all, y'all going to have to wait. You got all intentive. Well, that's because you told me you uh, were about to do it. You should have just opti- did it. Optimus Prime's voice. For me, is the hardest voice to try to do. Who does Optimus Prime? I don't know. You know, you don't know. He's not like a. I, I don't mean, know. I feel like that's one of those. So, that's one of those questions that Kenneth is really good at. Transformers. Let's roll. No, I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Man, I was in the mood to do that. And you do you cr- want to try to? You want to try to redeem yourself with some dusty roads? No. No. <laughs> or uh, some. <laughs> Who did you do on the other podcast? Uh, sma- no, the Macho Man. Yeah, I can't. I can't redo them. You know what I mean. Once they're done, they're done. Oh, that is such good stuff. So wow. All right, that's all I got right now. Um, one more time, congratulations, Jesse. Thank you, my Love dear. Love you. You're awesome. Love you too. We'll holler, y'all. Bye. <laughs>